scab for the bosses don't listen to their lies as poor folks haven't got a chance lest we organize which side are you on which side are you on what's good it's us we are back sexy little bonus episode for you guys true i guess yeah this is a bonus episode Our uh, first bonus episode this is a big moment it's for kind us, of a actually. big moment yeah yeah it's kind of a huge deal <laughs> kind of insane actually <laughs> <laughs> yeah no, i'm i'm excited i'm excited to to talk more about these whack colts yeah more about these uh horribly dangerous colts and you would have had, uh, you as the listener, I should say, yes. would have had a uh, one-day break in between. Mm-hmm. This is coming out on Wednesday. To relax and, like, recoup a little bit. Decompress. From, yeah, from all of the difficult things you had to listen to on Monday about these cults. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, I think, uh, I think Phoebe's starting it off. I am. We're going to jump back into... Scientology and why it's bad. Scientizlies. Scientizlers. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I think that was like probably what the name was gonna be, but they yeah. were like, "Damn, that would be too cool." Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> They're like, "That's kind of a mouthful." We'll just make it Scientology. Just make it Scientology. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's go. <laughs> Can you tell Let's we've go, been baby. podcasting for a few yeah. hours already? <laughs> We're good. Um, okay. So, talked a little bit about, um, like, some of the practices of Scientology. So, let's get into, like, what happens when you are first going to join Scientology. Um, so, one of the initiation processes of Scientology is the Purification Rundown. This is an introductory service into Scientology, and it's supposed to clear you of the toxins that you gain, like from, I don't know, bad shit in life, or toxins from drug use, etc., etc., which, uh, appropriate, mm, because uh, this method has been adopted by and helped to form the basis of drug rehabilitation programs such as Narconon, Criminon, Mm. Second Chance, and the International Academy of Detoxification Specialists, which Narconon is still a functioning drug rehab, which is, it's it's just Scientology, but drug style. <laughs> but make it drugs. But make it drugs. That's so that's really insane. good. Yeah, it's so cool and fun and healthy. That, uh, like, uh, God, we don't need to... It's just I mean, it's really frustrating to me that it's like something really damaging to people and super, super vulnerable and like... People are, if you are trying to go to drug rehab, like, you're actively trying to, like, do better and try mm-hmm. to, like, heal yourself. And then these people just fucking take advantage of that. It's so evil. Yeah. I mean, it's like that thing where they say, I don't know. I don't know who they is particularly, mm-hmm. but I've heard it before where it's like, you know, you want to try. Oh, <laughs> the TV almost fell over. Jesus Christ. <laughs> the breeze almost took you away. <laughs> Uh, it's like that thing where people say, like, you want to try to, like, replace an addiction with, like, another addiction, you know? Mm. Like, like if you're trying to quit smoking, like, start working out when you, like, want to smoke or whatever. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, they, like, say these things. But I feel like, yeah, like, replacing an addiction with, uh, like, a devotion to a cult mm-hmm. isn't getting you anywhere better in life. Like, no. you gotta, you gotta do something 
beneficial to you like whether you know again i feel like addiction is a bad word but like yeah you want to replace bad habits with good habits or whatever but yeah 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 um yeah so all all of those are 100 percent affiliated with scientology even though the scientology higher-ups will deny it they they are scientology also that's another thing about scientology they love to just deny shit they just be denying all the time (laughs) So this purification rundown lasts several weeks and participants undergo a rigorous routine of exercise, time in a sauna, which sometimes lasts to like up to five hours a day. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, And the ingestion of vitamins, quotes, um, and other substances in order to help clean out and heal the body. So these participants are asked to keep track of their ingestion of the vitamins and substances in a daily report form so that the higher ups can be sure that they are participating fully. So here's a list of the things that they have to ingest on the daily. A multivitamin cocktail. Um, main ingredient is niacin. And the initial dose is 100 milligrams. It increases up to 5,000 milligrams over the course of the program. Jesus Christ. Yes. Um, you really should not take anything over like 15 milligrams of niacin. <laughs> and they take 5,000? Oh my god! It, yes. Does it? Are they dead? <laughs> like, uh, some people have been severely injured due to this. Jesus. Yeah. Um, you can have a niacin overdose, which includes skin irritation, flushing, dizziness, and headache. Um, and you can also get uh, liver disease. So. I mean, yeah, that sounds. I mean, because like, that shit happens with like a lot of per, like medication, like right. and stuff. Like, I know you're, there's like an ibuprofen warning. It's like can cause liver mm-hmm, disease. Mm-hmm. So if you're taking 5,000 milligrams 5, a day, 000. a day, yeah. are you fucking kidding me? I know, me? I know. Ludicrous. Luda. <laughs> <laughs> they also are having uh, mineral supplements, calcium, magnesium, iron, zinc, manganese, copper, iodine, and potassium. You're also made to drink up to half a cup full of pure oils per day. <laughs> they drink... It's like a blend of vegetable oils, and they believe that, like, when you're in the sauna, you're sweating out these toxins, and when you drink this oil, it will replace the oils in the body's fatty tissues with vegetable oil. I, yeah. I'm I'm lost. (laughs) I know. It's like... Also, with all these fucking new age toxin fucking cults, it's like, has any... Have y'all ever heard of the kidney? Do you know what a kidney does? (laughs) A kidney literally takes the toxins out of things for you yes. like that's what they're there for mm. <laughs> oh my god like can you just can your like thing that you like your like crazy thing that you make your cult do is like drink water or something like, honestly right that's always like something some like weird like vitamin that they find yeah. that they're like eat a shit ton of this and the fda is like no <laughs> don't it's yeah it's like they like they they want to like I don't know, like, po- obviously poison people, but, like, yeah. it's like they want, uh, I mean, I guess it's part of it is, like, keeping people, you know, malnourished and, like, exactly. control and shit. Yeah. But it's like, yeah, like, why can't it just be, like, I don't know, fasting or something? Right. Like, why do they have to, like, be actively giving people poison? <laughs> I know. They also have to drink something called CalMag, which is a solution of calcium glu- calcium gluconate. Uh, magnesium carbonate and vinegar in water and this is drank up to three times per day and then they also have to drink enough liquids to replace fluids lost in the sauna okay so i mean yeah they're 
they got these people fucking strung out, dude. Mm-hmm. Like, which this purification rundown has like been like I said, like um, Narcanon uses it. It's been like adopted into a lot of programs, and one that I literally was losing my shit, bro, when I was researching this <laughs> is Utah uses this for cops. Who, there's a center in Orem, Utah that um they use it for cops who have been exposed to meth lab toxins and they they make them go through the purification rundown believing that it's gonna like make them get rid of the meth lab toxins but it doesn't fuck it's not real (laughs) it's it's nothing it doesn't work which i just was like oh my how the fuck like this is literally so ingrained and widespread that like a government like professional obviously fuck cops i'm you know but it's like a professional government Mm -hmm. structure is using this shit that has been proven to not work (sighs) it's just like how some like small ass police departments will like consult psychics and shit like it's it's i just you look silly you look like fucking doofuses like yeah you look like a goofball but i mean i guess i don't expect much from cops but like but it's just it's just weird because yeah. I don't know. I guess you just don't think of like even the even the fucked police force being like, uh, yeah, we're gonna fucking uh, do this mystical fucking whatever the sweat fuck. lodge yeah. ass thing. I know. So the purification rundown has been known to cause heat stroke damage, which includes brain injury, heart problems, organ failure, death, and then also liver failure due to the niacin. Um, yeah. Yeah. So good, fun, awesome, and safe. Taylor, <laughs> so safe. Yes. would you like to take a guess at how much participating in the purification rundown costs? Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I do want to take a guess, but oof. Um, you did mention there was something that was $5,000, but maybe that's later. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <sighs> All right. Um, just to play it safe, Okay. I'm going to go... $4,000. Okay. As of 2009, the purification rundown was going for $5,200. Oh, Jesus Christ. For these people to, like, starve you, make you drink oil, and, like, take a vitamin you're not supposed to take. <laughs> yeah, and just take a long-ass fucking sauna bath. Yeah, like, like, just for people to, like, basically torture you. And I can't imagine, like, I can't imagine being in a sauna for what five hours five hours is enjoyable no that's gotta by like hour th- two you're probably like i'm fucking over this i don't even like, like it for like 10 minutes yeah like it's hot like in it there gets and really i don't like i feel like pruny, you just pass out yeah it's oh yeah ugh. horrible and then that on top of like this weird concoction of like vitamins and fucking uh sleep and food deprivation i assume like yep. that shit yep. is not i mean Again, classic cult shit, like breaking your fucking will down, but like, yeah. Yup. Bad. Bad news. Bad news bears. Bad news bears. (laughs) (laughs) So getting into what I mentioned um, last episode, Scientology's vehement hate of therapy and psychiatry. (laughs) Yeah. This is like, oh God, it's it's bad and has been extremely damaging to a lot of people. Mm Mm-hmm. Um... As you may know, Scientologists are extremely against any kind of psychology or psychiatry. Um, L. Ron Hubbard believed that he had found a much better system for curing people from mental illnesses, though he would never, like, use the term mental illness. Mm-hmm. Um, he'll say engrams instead. Uh, and that psychiatry and psychology are evil. 
1951, Elrond's wife, Sarah, contacted doctors with worries about Elrond, and doctors suggested that he should, quote, be committed to a private sanatorium for psychiatric observation and treatment of a mental illness known as paranoid schizophrenia. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that makes a lot of sense, yeah, actually. Yeah. Which, in response to that, Elrond Hubbard was like, psychology is evil. Yeah. He's like, lol, no, um... You're bad. You're dumb and bad. Um, Elrond said that psychologists and psychiatrists were responsible for many of the evils in the world and said that. Are you ready for this quote? You're going to lose your mind. So ready. Said that quote, psychiatry spawned. I'm sorry. <laughs> Give me a minute. Okay. Quote, psychiatry spawned the ideology which fired Hitler's mania, turned the Nazis into mass murderers, and created the Holocaust. Um, excuse me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what psychiatry is responsible that's, to that according to l ron hubbard all right i guess um yeah i think it's just uh racism but yeah. um i don't know i yeah, <sighs> yeah. <laughs> so one of the particularly dark parts which i mean it's already all dark but of the anti-psychiatry practices of scientology is the introspection rundown the introspection rundown is given when a person is experiencing a mental breakdown or a psychotic episode. During an introspective rundown, the subject is not allowed to speak um, and not allowed to be spoken to. Mm. Yeah. They undergo intense auditing sessions and are often locked in a room in solitary confinement. <laughs> this is what L. Ron Hubbard said, had to say about the introspection rundown. Quote, this means the last reason to have psychiatry around is gone because I have made a technical breakthrough which possibly ranks with the major discoveries of the 20th century. Its results are nothing short of miraculous. Okay. Yeah. No. Cool. Cool, dude. No. I'm sure you're, you're real hot shit. Not at all, actually. Um, one of these introspection rundowns actually led to the death of a member of Scientology, um, Lisa McPherson. She died in 1995. She had been admitted to the hospital after being in a car accident. And, um, she, like, as they, the paramedics came and they were, like, evaluating her and she just starts, like, taking her clothes off. Oh. So they're like, okay, let's, you know, get this girl into the hospital to be psychologically evaluated because obviously Mm -hmm. she's going through something. Um, a group of Scientologists found out that Lisa was going to be evaluated. They show up to the hospital. They say Lisa does not believe in psychology and that she was to be released from the hospital. So she's released, I guess, and leaves with this group of Scientologists, immediately is placed into the introspection rundown, where she was locked in a room for 17 days and presumably based on her autopsy was denied water or food. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, she was also covered in bites from cockroaches. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. And, of course, the Church of Scientology denies any involvement in her death. Yeah, I'm sure. Of course they do. Yeah. Ugh, that's awful. And it's, there's, like, such a weird and, like, interesting conversation to be had around, like, cults and just religious, uh, freedom of, like, denying medicine, you know? Mm Because, like... A big thing with, like, Christian scientists as well, or, yeah, Christian scientists, is, like, that they don't believe in modern medicine or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, if your kid is is sick and dying, like, is it should be illegal to not give exactly. them medicine. Know, but exactly. And it's, like, the same thing with this anti-vax shit, too. Yeah. Like, I yeah, I don't know. And I don't know, like, how to organize that because, like, 
you don't want to infringe on people's rights, but you also, I mean, you're also kind of infringing on people's rights by, like, allowing parents to just, like, not... Yeah, it's like, <laughs> you're infringing their, on the rights of the child who... To, like, not die. To not die, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The right to not die of an illness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's fucking stupid. I know. Um, another practice of Scientology, and one that is very, very common cult tactic, is, of course, the cutoff from any outside sources. Mm-hmm. Um, Scientology believes in something called suppressive persons. These people are seen as dangerous to humankind. Um, and Scientology has a disconnection policy from these suppressive persons. Suppressive persons can be seen as murderers, dictators, drug lords, or, of course, someone who criticizes Scientology. <laughs> Those are all on the same level for Absolutely. sure. Absolutely, maybe like a concerned family member. Yeah, a concerned family know. member. Uh, two podcasters. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, which goes into the idea of like bad thetans who are like putting mm-hmm. bad, implanting bad engrams into you or whatever. Um, when someone encounters a suppressive person who is seen as an enemy to the church, they become fair game. People who are seen, people who are fair game, are seen as a threat to the church and can be punished using any and all means possible. Okay, that's a sounds harsh. Yeah, it's uh, scary, and, and which is why a lot of people like it's really difficult for people to come out against Scientology because mm, they take that shit so serious. Well, yeah, and it's like you were saying uh, when we were taking a break that like they sued the fuck out of like some cult yeah. website or some shit like yeah yeah and oh yeah, yeah. that's they, they with all the money they have people. too from all the fucking celebrities exactly. like exactly yeah they can know. kind of do almost anything they want and again still are in operation as we speak as we speak which is really great taylor yes were you worried that elron's science fiction background would not make an appearance again i was a little bit yeah yeah don't worry i got you okay I'm here to tell you about Scientology's most secret and most bonkers bananas of beliefs. Okay. I'm going to learn you about the space opera. Oh, yes, 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 yes. The space opera. Mm-hmm. I can only go into, like, so much detail because it just was too insane mm-hmm. and I can't even, like, start to... Dissect it begin all. To, yeah. yeah. So here's the kind of rundown, I guess. Um, so members of Scientology don't learn about the space opera until they reach a certain level of clarity. Um, and this is in order to protect members from materials they're not re- not yet ready to handle. Yeah, or just keep, not scare them away is what they mean. Exactly. AKA. <laughs> AKA. Which, yeah, to like, oh my God. Anyway, so. <laughs> so Elrond says that 75 million years ago, Xenu, who was the tyrannical dictator of the Galactic Confederacy... Brought billions of, of people to Earth in spacecrafts and then stacked these spacecrafts around volcanoes somewhere around Hawaii, detonated hydrogen bombs into the volcanoes, and this um, caused the thetans of these people to cluster together and then go stick to living people. These type of thetans are called body thetans, and they are responsible for many of the world's problems. Um, And these body thetans are still out there to this day. And it is the job of advanced Scientologists to find and neutralize these thetans. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Okay. I mean, 
Well, how would how would if I was an advanced Scientologist, sure. uh, how would I go about neutralizing this thetan? Right. I mean, that's the question, I suppose. <laughs> um, I think it's either they are fair game, mm. or you indoctrinate them. Yeah, it's an audit, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, you don't get to find out this information until you have reached high levels in Scientology and... <laughs> You go aboard the ship of Scientology called uh-huh. the Free Winds. And that's part of the Navy, part of the big bunch of their boats. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> that's a, oh, it's so crazy. It, I, it's funny because you know we've been talking about cults for a fucking month now, and it's like I am my I, my mind is blown. Right. But I'm also like. Yeah, <laughs> like exactly, exactly. I'm not. I guess nothing surprises you anymore. <laughs> yeah, no. Like it's. I'm like, oh, they have a special navy. Sure. Why not? Why the fuck not? But yeah, I again, I'm not surprised. Uh, Scientology is absolutely fucking unhinged. Mm-hmm. Uh, but again, like Alron Hubbard is unhinged, and I'm. I mean, again, and nothing surprises yeah, me. The history of the man. It's like, it's like. If you were to hear this out of context, you would be like, holy shit, what the fuck? But then, like, hearing it all along with, like, who he is as a person, you're like, oh, yeah. Yeah, like, I mean, yeah, it makes sure. Sh- why not? Yeah. Sure. Why the fuck not? Yeah. You know what's um, not part of the Galactic Confederacy? Oh, shit. Uh, again, can we be sure? <laughs> uh, actually, no. Is that, I mean, I guess that is, like, the remarks guarantee that, like, all of the products and services that we have are, in fact, not part of the mm-hmm. Galactic Confederacy. Exactly. That's, we ask them one question when they're like, hey, we want to sponsor you, and we're like, hey, uh, you part are of you the... Are you in the Galactic Confederacy? Confederacy? And, yeah. and most of them say no. And if they say yes, we say, sorry. Sorry. You don't get, you don't get us. <laughs> this, this podcast space, uh, this Pudusy, if you will, <laughs> is not for the Galactic Confederacy. Yeah, yeah. it's just not. <laughs> anyway, uh, ads. Ads. We are back. We are back. Um, and we're talking about Scientology. Mm-hmm. We're talking about... Uh, what else are we talking about? I it's it's all a blur. I mean, and not only is it all a blur, uh, none of it's made sense so far. Yeah, I mean, it's not going to anytime soon. Probably not. <laughs> probably not. Lol. Lol. So, um, as I mentioned in the last episode, uh, the Church of Scientology was set up in 1954 in California, and then quickly spread to other areas of the country and the globe from there. Some people may be familiar with the name David Miscavige. He, I would say, is one of the most well-known characters in Scientology after our boy mm-hmm. Elron. Uh, David Miscavige was introduced to Scientology when his father took him to see an auditor to help him with his intense asthma and allergies. And they say that after a 45-minute auditing session, he was completely cured. Of allergies and asthma? Yeah. Yeah, sounds... Sounds real. Totally. Sounds like that actually happened. Totally. <laughs> um, so he joined the church in 1971, and he quickly moved up the ranks of the church and gained leadership roles very quickly. Um, by age 12, David was a professional auditor and was considered to be a prodigy. When he was 12. That's, 12. 
I okay okay scenario time uh-huh. gotta gotta paint the picture for you yes. uh you are let's say 32 mm-hmm. you're 32 years old you're a recovering alcoholic or something sure uh you're like man struggling with my alcoholism right uh you go to an audit session right and there's a 12 year old boy <laughs> Who is telling you about releasing your Ingrams or or overcoming your Ingrams or whatever it is. Yeah, he's like, hey, man. He's like, (laughs) and you're like, I. Tell me more about this traumatic event in your life. Was 22 when you were born. And uh, (laughs) like, I just can't imagine. (laughs) No, I know. Like, I feel like that would be like insulting. Yeah, like it would be, I would be like, this is a joke, right? Right. Like, y'all like that, are yeah. a joke. That would 100% make me, like, turn around and walk out. Exactly. Like, I would, without without fail, I'd be like, nope. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, on his 16th birthday, David leaves his school and his home, and he travels to Clearwater, Florida, to join the Sea Org. Uh, while in the Sea Org, he was invited to join the Commodore's Messenger Organization, or CMO, who were basically L. Ron Hubbard's personal assistant and, like, right-hand men who, as they spent more time in this position, they gained more and more power over other members. Um, part of the job of the CMO was to enforce policies of Scientology and find members who were not participating by Scientology's rules. Oh. Yeah. They were, like, the, they were like the, um, the SS of Scientology. <laughs> I mean, mean, like the, yeah, I mean, kind of, yeah, like if you're kind of making those parallels, looking for people that are, you know, going against the grain. Exactly. And then in 1987, which was one year after L. Ron Hubbard died, David Miscavige took over for L. Ron as captain of the Sea Org, which I'll go over what the Sea Org was or is in just a moment. Um, it's said that by 1980, David Miscavige had effectively taken control of Scientology and was kind of operating behind closed doors while Mm. Elrond was still the face. Um, and then almost immediately following his death, he became the new leader of Scientology. Yeah, that kind of makes sense. Especially because I know, like, Elrond was kind of getting fucking insane at the end there. Like, like, he's always been insane, for sure. But, like, more, he was, like like losing right everything like a little like, senile yeah yeah um david miscavige is still the acting leader of scientology and he has received loads of criticism um and has, and has been accused of physical violence and emotional torment so um there is claims that he has repeatedly humiliated and physically beaten his staff um he he forced people to live in this in this thing known as it was like this property owned by the church called the hole which was just like horrible horrible conditions um and obviously people who were like particularly offensive to him he would he would move them there um yeah uh multiple people have said that they were physically assaulted one guy um Mike Rinder, who used to be the spokesperson for Scientology, said that he was assaulted by Miscavige on about 50 occasions. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, And then there was, like, 12 people who reported having been personally attacked by Miscavige and 21 people who were eyewitnesses to these um, attacks. Of course, Scientology denies all of this. (laughs) Yeah. I'm sure they do. Yeah. 
um, Jeff Hawkins, who was, he did, like, marketing for Scientology. I'm just, just okay. Um, yeah, I don't know. I know. He said that he was at a meeting with David Miscavige when, quote, David Miscavige jumped up on the conference room table, like with his feet right on the conference room table, launched himself across the table at me. I was standing, battered my face, and then shoved me down onto the floor. God. Terrifying. I feel like, and yeah, I don't know. I just feel like uh, I'm sure that it wasn't, (laughs) I mean, I guess you could say like reasons gone out the door with, you know, all all of these people, but like. I don't know that these people, like, was it just because he didn't agree with what you said or, like, just decided he didn't like you that day? Like, Yeah, just started wailing on you. It's, yeah. Yeah. Um, There's also some really sketchy, uh, how's the right way to say this? I don't know. So, so David Miscavige is married to Michelle Miscavige, or Shelley, as they call her, um, who was a part of the Sea Org, um, who has not been seen since August of 2007. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. So, basically, what allegedly or people uh, uh, speculate happened... So she had started, like, kind of filling in in areas that David, like, wasn't doing at the moment. Like, if he wasn't, like, doing a job at the moment, she would kind of step in. And obviously, Mm -hmm. he didn't really like that. And so it was said that, like, soon after she had kind of started doing that, she disappeared. Um... Yeah, lawyers say, quote, she is not missing and devotes her time to the work of the Church of Scientology. Sound like a fucking, like, someone's holding this letter, uh, like, gunpoint. Uh, she is not missing and is devoting all of her time to the Church <laughs> of Scientology. Scientology. <laughs> yeah. Um, former Sea Org members say, so, like, people who quit mm-hmm. Scientology, um, they say that Shelly is being held by guards at the Gold Base, which is, like, one of the sea ports or whatever the fuck. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so he might have um, disappeared his wife. Yeah, and also, like, if she's being held uh, in captivity, isn't that also illegal? Yeah, isn't that Uh, kidnapping? Yeah, (laughs) like, holding someone in a place against their will sounds like you shouldn't do that. (laughs) but I feel like they, like, can't, um, I mean, you know, like, shit gets so complicated with these cult things especially when you have like people living on like a commune or mm-hmm. in the middle of the fucking ocean on a boat um it's like you can't I don't know. yeah it's so hard it's, to like investigate things yeah. well and again it going it kind of goes back to how much influence scientology has too because yes. it's so much fucking money it's crazy yeah it's crazy um another david miscavige fun fact is that he was tom cruise's best man at his wedding to katie holmes oh yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. Tom Cruise and David Miscavige are toit. <laughs> They're fucking bros, dude. <laughs> like bros. <laughs> wild. Yeah. That's uh that's so weird. And again, it's just so weird that there's like so many celebrities. And I know you're probably going to get into it, mm-hmm. but like I just I gonna I'm again, anybody's susceptible to cults and it's not like a right. it's not like an education, a status thing really, but yeah. like uh it's just wild. I don't know. I know. I know. So, the Sea Org. Um, 
the Sea Org was basically um, L. Ron Hubbard's attempt at making his own navy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Scientology was under fire from the FDA, the IRS, and governments of several different countries. And Elrond wanted to remove members from land and put them out into the waters where observation was more difficult. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then he also wanted some protection from these agencies. International waters, baby. Exactly. Um, so members who join the Sea Org first have to attend a boot camp of sorts, which is called by Scientologist um, Estates Project Force. During their time at Estates Project Force, members must refer to everyone as sir. Um, They are not allowed to walk and must run everywhere. Um, They will be separated from their spouse and are not allowed to have any intimate contact with other members. They have intense daily schedules that consist of five hours of manual labor followed by five hours of studying Scientologist courses. Yeah, Yeah, that sounds like fucking indoctrination if I've ever seen it. And Mm -hmm. also... You have to run everywhere? You have to run everywhere. That's that's a stupid rule. I know. <laughs> like, not allowed to walk, not allowed to skip, gotta run. You can't, cannot gallop. <laughs> no galloping, no gallivanting. <laughs> it's Running just only. So weird. No crab walking. <laughs> crab walking. Uh, <laughs> like, it's it, specifically and run. only running. Running. Is that like, to, do you think that's like to train them, like to get them fit? I, or like. I guess. I, I just, I can't see I a practical, uh, and I know there's really no practicality to any of this because it's all just yeah. mind control shit, but right. like, I just, I can't, I just don't see why. I, I don't know. know. When it's like, how big can a, this like, I know, I mean, I know ships can be big, but it's pretty, it's like tight quarters, you know? Yeah. So like, like, I feel like running you're... in that space would be difficult. Yeah. And like, I don't know, you can, you're going to run if you need to run, but like, why, why you need to run all the time? Like, <laughs> I don't think that every why waking moment is like we gotta get here we gotta get here it's like you could probably walk around and it's fine like yeah yeah i don't know i also uh don't run a cult so so yeah um so once members complete every part of estates project force they are allowed to become full-time members of sea org but before getting the honor of joining elrond's navy they must first sign a billion year contract committing them to scientology yeah (laughs) billion years and that's like because they believe that like Mm -hmm. obviously you know your soul lives on or whatever and they think that like when you die you'll be like respawned at the sea org (laughs) and so you gotta like sign your soul i know oh god you gotta respawn you you gotta you gotta have a contract that covers uh your respawn yeah exactly That's like that shit when like uh, prisons will sentence people to like three life sentences. Right. It's like, all like, right, yeah, like, like what is even the point when of you doing that? when you respawn at smoke on state? Like you have to, <laughs> then you'll get arrested again. Like, oh my god, god, <laughs> yeah. Um, one especially grueling part of the Sea Org was the Rehabilitation Project Force. This was a special punishment regime for members who had failed security checks. Remember me talking about that from earlier. Um. <clears throat> who had violated rules of the church or who simply were not living up to the church's expectations, which like, is could be anything. Literally could be anything that Miscavige or fucking LR thinks that day should be the expectation. Exactly. Like. <laughs> exactly. 
Um, so members who have been subjected to the RPF had to complete eight hours of physical labor per day, six days a week, and they could also spend up to five hours a day being audited. Okay. That's 11 hours out of your day. Bad time. Oof. Yeah. Not, that sounds good. awful. Yeah. Very terrible. Um, Gary Armstrong, who uh, was in the Sea Org in the 1970s, spent over two years banished to the RPF as a punishment. And he had this to say, quote, It was essentially a prison to which crew who were considered non-producers, security risks, or just wanted to leave the Sea Org were assigned. Hubbard's RPF policies established the conditions. RPF members were segregated and not allowed to communicate to anyone else. They had their own spaces and were not allowed in normal crew areas of the ship. They ate after normal crew had eaten, and only whatever was left over from the crew meal. Their berthing was the worst on board, in a roach-infested, filthy and unventilated cargo hold. They wore black boiler suits, even in the hottest weather. They were required to run everywhere. Discipline was harsh and bizarre, with running laps of the ship assigned for the slightest infraction like failing sorry, like failing to address a senior with sir. Work was hard and the schedule rigid with seven hours sleep time from lights out to lights on, short meal breaks, no liberties, and no free time. When one young woman ordered into the RPF took the assignment too lightly, Hubbard created the RPF's RPF and assigned her to it, an even more degrading experience, cut off even from the RPF, kept under guard, forced to clean the ship's bilges, and allowed even less sleep. Oh my goodness. I just like the horror of like somehow ending up on this ship and then being like, oh, I fucked up. And then just like them being like... Well, you're going to work and we aren't going to let you leave. Yeah, like, like you're genuinely screwed. You got to, I mean, at that point, you got to like plan an escape because yeah. like, holy shit. Yeah. Swim away, baby. Yeah. As fast as, fast as you can. I know. Um, which, what did, where was that word he said? Like, oh, birthing. That's just means like they're like. um Quarters. Like quarters. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Woo. <laughs> Yeehaw, brother. Yeehaw, brother. <laughs> okay. So um, now the part I'm sure you've all been waiting for, which is Hollywood's big-ass boner for Scientology. Yeah, yes, I actually have been waiting. Yeah. I would like some explanation. <laughs> yes. Well, I will explain you. Thank you. So L. Ron Hubbard realized that if he was able to induct high-profile societal elites into Scientology, the spread of the church would basically be unstoppable. Um, not only are people much less likely to question Scientology, but the popularity would rise because of like the celebrity face mm-hmm. on it. So in 1955, Elron launches Project Celebrity. This was a special focus on certain celebrities that Elron had deemed would be receptive to the Scientologist teachings. So, and it's just like, I mean, I feel like he's literally saying right there, like, his motive, you know, like yeah. he's he's being so clear about what he's doing. It's like it's not that he thinks, oh, Scientology will help these people. Like he's literally calling it Project Celebrity. Hey, go try and get these celebrities into Scientology. Yeah. I want more money uh-huh. and more power. Uh, get these celebrities in here so that more people will give me their money and these celebrities will give me their money. So Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so, um, 
it, members who were working on Project Celebrity, if they were able to recruit celebrities, they would get like special rewards for doing oh, so. Yeah, of course. The first targets of this program were Gloria Swanson, who was like kind of like an old Hollywood actress, mm-hmm. and Dave Brubeck, who's like a jazz musician. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Um, eventually, more and more high-profile <clears throat> celebrities, artists, and politicians began joining Scientology, and this led to the creation of the Celebrity Centers. Um, these centers are heavily protected with armed guards standing at the entrances. Yeah, I mean, I guess I get that, like, because, you know, being a celebrity, like a high-profile celebrity, like, you're probably going to have, like, paparazzi and stuff. So, exactly. Like, you gotta, yeah. yeah. Um, and there was it. a case... I don't have the exact details of this i did but i don't anymore um (laughs) doesn't matter anyway uh there was a case of an ex-scientologist showing up at one of the scientology or one of the um celebrity centers Mm -hmm. breaking in with dual samurai swords attempting to like fight people and the guards actually shot and killed him oh my goodness i know well that's i mean that's kind of that's kind of sick but (laughs) i mean i'm sad that that guy got shot but just that's tight that he did that. Crazy. Like fucking double samurai I mean. sword. Like if I'm gonna if I'm gonna get murdered, I really hope that's how I go. Cause like holding two katanas, mm-hmm. like fucking and just being like, get the fuck away from me. Like that would, I feel, I would feel really uh really powerful in that moment. True. Yeah. True. <laughs> so some noted celebrity Scientologists are, of course, Tom Cruise, mm-hmm. um, Kirstie Alley. Nancy Cartwright, who is the voice of Bart Simpson. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Weird. Huh. I know. Um, Danny Masterson, who played Hyde in that 70s show. Yes, I think I knew that. He also, yeah. I've heard, is kind of a dick. Yes, I have also heard that. <laughs> <laughs> um, Elizabeth Moss, who plays June in Handmaid's Tale, which is just, like, ironic, I guess. Yeah. Disappointing. True. Disappointing, ironic. Yeah. Unfortunate. Yeah. Fucked up a little bit. <laughs> um, and John Travolta, which I think a lot of us know. Yeah. Yeah. Also, this is a, I guess, a fun tidbit. Charles Manson briefly converted to Scientology during his time in prison. Oh, I'm yeah. not, I'm honestly not too surprised by that either. No. But, well, so he, like, he started reading some Scientologist material mm-hmm. um, and, like, identified as a Scientologist for a while. And then he even, like, from prison, he was, like, still doing his fucking cult. He started, like, incorporating some Scientology teachings into his own. And then he actually had a member of the Manson family, Bruce Davis, go to the UK and work for the Scientology organization in London. Um, And then this was just hilarious. He completed 150 hours of auditing before declaring the religion too crazy. (laughs) Oh my goodness! Yeah. That's that's rich, honestly. Like no, exactly. <laughs> fucking your religion is too crazy for Charles Manson. Yeah, exactly. Holy shit! Yeah, I I I'm picturing in my mind, uh, like Charles Manson and L. Ron Hubbard just like sitting down at a table, <laughs> and just like having a conversation, and I really would like to see what that would be like. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I'd like to be like a fly on the wall. Yeah, for that. And just like. Like, I wonder if they would, like, agree or if they would, like, debate. Right. Or if they wouldn't talk about religion at all and they yeah. were like, you like the fucking, you, you like jazz? Like, you like Barry Manilow? Like- Barry Manilow? 
You Ooh. like um, the Beatles? Yeah. Helter Skelter? Helter Skelter. And they're like, yeah, I fucking love the Beatles. Love and then they just song. like talk about that shit. Yeah. <laughs> but like, I don't know. Yeah, it just would be interesting, I guess. Definitely. Yeah, two prolific cult leaders <laughs> having a little convo. Yeah. Although I must say, L.R. Hubbard definitely had the cult leadering down a little bit better than Charles yeah, Manson. Yeah, true. It's maybe was his like not being on LSD all the time. Yeah, that I think made him like be a little bit better at organizing. Yeah, and I think maybe just the uh I don't know, I don't know. Maybe like maybe Charles Manson just like believed it more, you know? Right. That's why he was like, yo, this race war is starting now or some shit. Right. I was like, I feel like LR Hubbard is for sure just grifting these people. Yes. Like, yes. I don't I don't really think that he believes any of what he's saying. I know. That's at kind least, of the vibe I get. I think like maybe Maybe some. Maybe, like, to an extent, but it's, like, again, the man was literally a science fiction writer, and then mm-hmm. the whole, when it gets to, like, Xenu and all that shit, it's like, okay, Elrond. Exactly, and I, yeah, I guess I just feel like he, maybe he believed some of it, but he definitely knew he was taking advantage of people, you know? Mm-hmm. No, exactly. But exactly. I don't know. Yeah. Um. So, Tom Cruise, he's perhaps the most well-known Scientologist celebrity, and has been very outspoken about his Scientologist faith for years. Um, He lobbied very hard for Scientology methods to be implemented into school programs like No Child Left Behind. And he was able to convince Deputy Secretary of State Richard Armitage and Vice Presidential Chief of Staff Scooter Libby um, to oppose the non-recognition of Scientology in Germany. Um, he hmm. campaigned in Paris to have Scientology recognized as a religion, and he was so forceful in his tactics that the Senate president and interior minister banned Tom Cruise from approaching them about the issue. God, Jesus. All. all right. Also, can we circle back? Uh, circle back. That man's name was Scooter. Am he, I getting ma- yeah, that Scooter. correct? Scooter Libby. Scooter Libby. That sounds, that sounds like a dog's name, first of all. <laughs> Or like, uh, like a nickname for a child. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not a big fan of the name Scooter. I don't know for that, a human being. Yeah, no. Like for a dog, that'd be cute. Cute for sure. Cute. Even a cat. Uh, yeah. Especially if they like, like had like a disability, had like wheels. <laughs> that'd be cute. Like a little. And then their name Scooter. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I do. <laughs> but um, uh, I do. but yeah, not not a big fan for the human name Scooter. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> Shall I continue? Yes, I'm sorry. No, sorry. oh my god, All no, don't. I was just I'm just making sure that that, that we're good. Okay. Uh, Tom Cruise. Why <laughs> are you like this? <laughs> Fucking Tom Cruise. Um okay, this is kind of crazy. So in two thousand one, Tom Cruise co founded the New York Rescue Workers Detoxification Project. Okay. This was an effort um, to put first responders who had been exposed to dangerous substances while helping um, rescue victims from the collapsed Twin Towers. Uh, they wanted to put them through the purification rundown. Uh, oh. <laughs> yeah. Um, they believed that this would help first responders recover from like smoke, dust, chemicals, whatever, that they might have yeah. inhaled during the aftermath of 9-11, like, while they were, like, working, saving people mm-hmm. and shit. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I mean, the, first off, the detox doesn't do anything. Exactly. Um, also, 
like yeah it's it, that was there was probably a lot of chemicals and shit and like dust and mm. you know yeah i mean dirt people and shit. were like it's, it's yeah, they're, it, they're affected to this day you know, yeah it shit. definitely happened but uh <laughs> i i guess i don't know i don't know if you think that that's gonna help then good on you i guess but yeah maybe maybe don't yeah uh, don't. put them through a pointless fucking yeah. detox that's not don't gonna do anything grift people from true were they gonna charge them for that yeah <laughs> i'm saying are they gonna at least discount it or something because what is know. that shit like five thousand two hundred dollars yeah, it's bananas and like you were you went through a traumatic life-altering event uh pay us money and we'll help you with <laughs> yeah. that like <laughs> yeah as a as a tree you know or, the, or like treat. we'll discount it to four thousand dollars <laughs> for you like <laughs> oh you're saving, really getting a deal there so you had to witness a bunch of dead bodies <laughs> give us four thousand dollars please oh my god i fucking hate scientology it's so evil fucking uh well i hope all the people that are brainwashed get out of it and same i I hope fucking uh miss cavern is that his name (laughs) miss cabbage miss cabbage i think i want to say miss cabbage but miss cabbage (laughs) miss cabbage exactly uh i hope he dies (laughs) yeah no i mean same same um should we uh breathe for a sec yeah we should take a break <laughs> okay for sure for great ads sure. ads skibbity skibbity bop bop doo <laughs> <laughs> this is uh actually now a scatting um podcast yes this is we scat on the podcast now <laughs> that's the new that's the new rule you cannot uh not scat yeah does that make sense yeah sure <laughs> welcome Whoa. to npr's <laughs> scat time <laughs> a asmr podcast <laughs> Skibbity pop pop. Whoa. <laughs> lol well just a little goofy intro to to lead you into some real more depressing <laughs> shit ease the tension if you will yeah yeah so i was just um left off with tom cruise uh co-founding this fucking detoxification for 9-11 like victims or whatever yeah fucked pretty up. shitty um this of course received a ton of criticism not only from medical professionals saying that's not real um but also from affected firefighters and in response to this, David Miscavige created the Scientology Freedom Medal of Val- Valor and awarded it to Tom Cruise in 2004. Yeah, that just, I don't know. I, again, like, why these, it all stems back to fucking L.R. Hubbard getting kicked out of the military and being like, well, you know what? I'll make my own military. Exactly. And I, don't, and I won't invite you to my birthday party. Exactly. Like, fucking, that's how it fucking is. <laughs> yes, Jesus. that's like. <laughs> Yeah, fucking narcissist ass. Um, yeah, so Tom Cruise has been very outspoken in his opposition to psychology and psychiatry, uh, stating in 2004, quote, I think psychiatry should be outlawed. <laughs> just just that, yeah. Tom. Tom. <laughs> yeah, God. How, how, I'm sure, how he's fallen, honestly, because yeah. he was like hot shit in the fucking he 80s. He was hot like, shit. And now he just is a weirdo yeah. Scientology dude. So. Yeah. Um, he's also been extremely <clears throat> critical of other celebrities who use mental health medications. Famously, like, came after Brooke Shields for taking Paxil after she was experiencing postpartum depression. 
Um, and Brooke Shields was like, fuck you, dude. Yeah. You're a fucking asshole, yeah. and I'm going to take medi- like medicine if I need it. Exactly. <laughs> Dick ass. Exactly. And like... And then I think, like, because of that, Tom Cruise got into a fight with, like, Matt Lauer. I don't even know. Shit's so crazy. Just a big old fucking debacle. <laughs> yeah. Um, one of the most famous, probably, Tom Cruise slash Scientology moments is probably his divorce with actress Katie Holmes, mm-hmm. who was, like, uh, you know, reportedly, like, struggling very hard with mental health. Um, Tom Cruise would not let her see any mental health professional yeah. services at all. Um, they had their child, Surrey, together, and so finally, like, when she was able to divorce him, she said, like, this was to protect me and our daughter from Scientology. I mean, yeah. Like, I straight up. Absolutely understand. Yeah. I, oh, yeah. And I mean, it's, that's gotta be rough. I mean, first off, being it, being in it with, like, you know, your husband or your partner mm-hmm, or whatever, but, mm-hmm. like, I just... I I don't know. I guess the amount he must love somebody a lot to be like, yeah, I'll uh, I'll marry you even though you're part of this weird ass fucking cult. Like, yeah, I don't know. Maybe she didn't know it was a cult at first, but yeah. When he's had like a lot of like wives and very like dramatic divorces from these wives. There's like that picture of Nicole Kidman, like yes, after yeah finishing the like. I can only again. I can only imagine that it's probably fucking hell being yeah. married I to mean, Tom, Tom Cruise. Cruise sucks for sure. Yeah. Like for sure. For sure. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, so there's kind of your, your little taste of the celebrity affiliation with, um, Scientology. And to, I guess, sort of finish off like my, my bit here, um, just to really hammer in like, Scientology and how insane they are and how much they will just like go to the ends of the earth to defend this shit and also how mm-hmm. they just can defend this shit. So there used to be something called the Cult Awareness Network, which was like a website type thing of people who um, would investigate um, anything that like seemed like a cult to them so if they like received Mm -hmm. complaints of something or they would like get tips from like family members of people in things like scientology saying like hey this seems dangerous like can you look into it or whatever so Mm -hmm. the obviously the cult awareness network had been getting a lot of (laughs) a lot of tips from people being worried about their families in scientology um, and so the Church of Scientology said that the Cult Awareness Network was an opponent of religious freedom and a hate group. Um, Just, yeah. 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 Um, and then Scientology filed like a million lawsuits against the Cult Awareness Network um, and literally like sued them into bankruptcy. The So the Cult Awareness Network had about a budget of like three hundred thousand dollars per year and could not like keep up with all of the legal fees from scientology and so then eventually like scientology sort of like took control of this and was like scientology is not a cult it's okay you guys honestly yeah ingenious fucking uh tactic there being like Running an anti-cult fucking website and being like, we're not a cult. Like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Uh, Insane. Um, Yeah. But um, it's really evil. Very evil. (laughs) Caused a lot of damage in people's lives. If you want to 
have like a very in-depth look at it and also just like hear from people who were like actually in Scientology. Um, There's one documentary. I don't know if it's still on Netflix, but it was called Going Clear. And Mm. then Leah Rimini, who was a celebrity and prior member of Scientology, created this um, docu-series called Fuck. I mean... (laughs) Not called fuck. Um, I'm sure if you just look up Leah Rimini, Scientology, you will find it. But I will look it up and uh, find the title for you. But it's very good. I've watched both of them. And it's just, I mean, it's heart-wrenching. Like, ugh. Yeah. Just yeah. gross stuff. Uh, Terrible. Very awful. Um, do you think Scientology uh, will sue us? I kind of hope they do. <laughs> like, as a bit, you know? As a bit. <laughs> I mean, um, I hope not because I don't have a lot of money, but I <laughs> do think it would um, spread awareness about our podcast. So that would be kind of sick. That would be kind of tight. Maybe we would get like donations to like fight Scientology. Yeah, may- yeah. I don't think that they'd Maybe. have really a leg to stand on because like free speech, bitch. But like, <laughs> true. But you know, I mean, they mm, they they go after people. We'll see. Yeah. Um. I would. I went on the actual like Scientology.org website. You know, I like watched some videos and mm-hmm. quoted some shit from them. And I was literally like so freaked out on there. I was like, they're gonna like track my IP address <laughs> and fucking come after me, bro. Honestly, th- yeah. It's. I mean, for real though. Like that's some shit they would do. Yes. <laughs> like I know. I understand your fear. Yeah. Scary. Scary. God. Scary. Yeah. Uh. So fuck them. Yeah. Fuck. Fuck. Mm. Fuck Scientology. Fuck L.R. Hubbard. Uh, fuck, fuck David Miscavige. Miss, Ca- Miss Cabbage. <laughs> Miss Miss Cabbage. Exactly. Yeah. Fuck all them. Yeah, it's bad. Uh, but yeah, that was uh, that was so informative. That Thank was you. Such good research. Taylor, thanks. If you're at home, uh, please clap for oh, how great a Phoebe you. is. <laughs> anyway, um, you, I guess I'll take it over from yeah. here. Uh, going it is with that cue. Back into QAnon. <laughs> Um, so last episode we had left off with talking about, um, the Q followers be using the hashtag for, you know, save our children or save the children Mm -hmm. overshadowing the already established charity. And then also that weird shit where they thought Wayfair was fucking transporting people in sex trafficking. Yep. Uh, so insane, (laughs) fucking ludicrous. Luda organization here um but uh trying to jump in off from there i don't want to get too into the weeds on uh who who q actually is like Mm -hmm. the q clearance patriot uh many people have different beliefs but i tend to believe that it is jim watkins who is actually the current owner of eight coon who owned eight chan before it was closed down um he uh i i would say that if you want to get more into kind of into those weeds on like who actually is q and like kind of dissecting who it might have like been Mm. who might have been behind it uh there's a really good podcast called q clearance by jake hanrahan who uh is really really good does a lot of good research on that podcast so i would say that one is sick and you should listen to it if you get a chance but, uh, yeah, so I think that it's Jim Watkins. I think he is the current owner of the Q account. Again, mm-hmm. in that podcast, they kind of talk about it. It might have, like, been changed changed different hands at different sure. points. But 
Jim Watkins would have the easiest ability to steal it since, again, he owned the website that Q was posting on. Um, but, uh, yeah, and, uh, of course, I guess I probably should have mentioned this earlier, but the Q clearance uh, Patriot, Q being, like, a level of, like, security clearance you can have oh. with the Department of Energy, okay. interestingly enough. I don't... I don't know exactly what the Department of Energy, like, covers in total, but, mm-hmm. yeah, that's, like, one of their, like, clearance levels is Q. So that's apparently why it, like, they chose the name Q was to, like, allude to that. Fascinating. Um, the dangers of such conspiracy theories and cult mentality is not only isolation and violence, but also the ever-looming anti-Semitic undertones. Mm-hmm. Q crosses over with much of the conservative Christian slash moral majority, which already has anti-Semitic views on Jewish people uh, because of their rejection of Jesus, as well as the Jewish cabal that supposedly controls the world governments and finance, which again is all bullshit, but mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. what they believe. Right. And I feel like it's, it's really interesting how um, QAnon has kind of, like morphed into this weird conservative Christian like ideology. Cause again, like on the face of it, you know, it's just like a bunch of people mad that the government is like this shady cabal and they're killing babies or whatever you say. But like it's, it's formed and it's kind of morphed into this weird, like uh, Christian identity. Like Donald Trump is like sent by God and anointed like, He's like the Messiah almost like, right. It's so weird. And again, it's, it's has nothing to do with like real Christianity for sure. Mm-hmm. But this like weird American Christianity that we have. Right. Yeah. 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 I don't know. It's just interesting how that like took effect. Uh, and I guess it's not, not too surprising. Cause again, Christianity, capitalism and like conservatism have been, tied together for a long time but uh but it is uh you know a lot of times you'll see like QAnon supporters and like people at rallies also being like you know having signs with Jesus on it having Jesus wearing a make America great again hat which (laughs) seems kind of sacrilegious to me I would say (laughs) but I don't know it's wild uh Donald Trump, the Messiah himself, mm-hmm. hasn't done much to disillusion the QAnon followers. Uh, in August 2020, when asked if he knew that Q believed he was sent to save the country from satanic pedophiles, he said, and I quote, Well, I haven't heard that, but is that supposed to be a good thing or a bad thing? So, you know, him basically being like, uh, I don't know anything, but like, maybe they're on to something, you know, like... Instead of, like, clearly outright, like, denying, like, no, this isn't true. Right. Just leaving that little piece of, like, skepticism that's there. Exactly. Well, and it's, like, because he knows that, like, if he does that, then the Q people are going to be, like, even more, like, devoted to him or whatever. Because they're like, look. Exactly. He didn't say that blah, blah, blah. (laughs) He didn't say that it was actually a lie, you know. Yeah, exactly. And, again, it just eggs them on more and more. Mm Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think that as much of kind of an idiot as I think Donald Trump is, I do think that he had enough sense to know that, like, this is a huge portion of, like, my support, like, my base of support. And if I start acting like a reasonable human being, uh, they're not going to support me anymore, you know? Exactly. Because 
re- all the reasonable people got fucking voted out of office. Like, literally, <laughs> there's not a single reasonable person in politics. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so that was pretty fucked up. Um, <laughs> good old fucking Don. Donnie our boy. boy. Uh, there have been multiple crimes associated with QAnon, from murders to kidnapping. Uh, this, of course, all came to a head on January 6th, 2021, mm-hmm. which, uh, if you recall, was the day that the pro-Trump fascists stormed the Capitol to steal back the election, which they thought was fraudulently won by Mr. Joe Biden. Mm-hmm. Sleepy Joe. Good old Sleepy Joe. Um and yeah, I mean, you know, I feel like that was kind of just the natural progression of everything that's happening is that they would try to commit a coup. Yeah, <laughs> like exactly. A fascist coup. Exactly. Um the I think it was the day after that happened. I Oh my gosh, kind of a tangent, but it's okay. Um, I love it. <laughs> I no, I love it. No, I love it. Um I had a client come in into the salon and um, at that time we were like still keeping the door locked and then we let people in because COVID. Um, so mm-hmm. my client texted me that she was there and I tried to text come in, but I like I like typed it weird and it turned out as coup in because <laughs> I had been like texting so much the day <laughs> about before the about this coup and she was Whoa. like, oh my God. <laughs> That's fucking hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Um and the wild thing is, is that there are for sure still uh, QAnon supporters that think that, like, Donald Trump is going to come in and take the presidency back from Joe Biden. Oh, my God. And it's been uh, almost a year. Yeah. Like, almost an entire year. And yeah. And it's, it's very upsetting. Because <laughs> uh-huh. I, just, I just feel like the amount of delusion you have to have to, like, still be buying into this at this point I is know. I it's know. really i mean again like i it's so in this documentary i watched for, for or from vice about uh QAnon, i uh there was this quote in there that was like somebody had said like it's right on the line between um horrible and hilarious mm. and i feel like that's a really good way to put it because it's so easy to feel like like oh these people are fucking insane like right. it's almost like you want to like mock them in a way but exactly. it's also terrible like you feel well, you feel yeah. bad and the thing is is that it's like you know there's people who like their parents have gotten into mm-hmm. this or whatever and it's like terrifying because they're just talking about some of the most horrible shit you've ever heard like convinced like genuinely convinced and the thing is too is that like last year because so many people were just spending so much time at home and also everything was crazy and really scary Mm -hmm. like a lot of people just turned to the internet and whatever like sources they could to be like what the fuck is like going on Mm -hmm. and i mean q and uh, any other like internet conspiracy type things like really took advantage of that and especially with people that are a little bit older who don't like i guess maybe don't necessarily know how to like navigate the internet as well or something like that and so just and maybe who are already like more conservative in their views Mm -hmm. and just like we're able to prey upon that and completely brainwash these people and it's it's fucked up (laughs) it's very unfortunate yeah no i think the that's like you hit the nail on the head because you know with and i mean i 
I think with a lot of conspiracy theories, this is kind of the case, uh, and even a lot of cults too, but it's like the, the issues that like we are facing as a society, we live in a society, uh, are very complex, you know, like it's not an easy answer to like, how do we solve poverty? How do we solve Mm -hmm. racism? How do we solve, uh, you know, even a corrupt government and things like this. And instead of like looking at these issues with nuance and like researching, picking things apart, having discussions, it's much easier to be like, no, it's the shadowy cabal and exactly. uh, we should all, we should kill them, you know? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and it just, it's just like the easy out for right. like the problems that we're all facing, you know? Right. Well, because I mean, the alternative is a lot of very hard work. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And like acknowledging some things that I think people mm-hmm. like don't want to acknowledge. Yeah, no, I think you're absolutely correct. Because, and again, we've talked about this multitudes of times, Mm. but it's like, you know, I feel like people in queue, people even on the conservative side can like see that there's an issue. Right. Like, why are working class people, hardworking people having such a hard time living? Right. It's like, oh, they, they know there's an issue, but it's easier to, again, blame it on a cabal than on the actual billionaires who are making people's lives miserable. Exactly, exactly. The actual fucking fucked up sex trafficking that's happening, you know. Right, exactly. Yeah. So it's it's pretty uh it's pretty fucked up. Yeah. Well, and I think like <clears throat> Q was also able to work so well because there is like an an essence of truth to it, I guess, like mm-hmm. we were saying with the whole like there is a pedophile sex ring, you mm-hmm. know that is part of the elites and so it's like when the truth is so crazy you're able to take i don't know a piece of that i guess and morph it into something that you want it to be because reality is insane already yeah exactly well and i think like another thing that got a lot of people in sorry this is kind of a long tangent Uh, but i'm I'm enjoying it i like Uh, it Another people that thing that got a lot of people into, you know, this QAnon slash like Donald Trump worship, if you will, is mm-hmm. like the fact that he was very anti-establishment, you know, like right. Bernie Sanders, you know, there's like this weird statistic where like a ton of Bernie Sanders supporters then began supporting Trump because he was, you know, they were both very anti-establishment. And mm-hmm. I think that Bernie meant it more because obviously Donald Trump is a huge part of the establishment and part of, again, like this capitalist structure that is oppressing everybody. Yeah. He's literally like the one doing it. (laughs) Exactly. But, uh, again, he preached, you know, he kind of spoke about all these, like, we're going to go against the, you know, the, the deep state and all the corrupt politicians. And so I, I, that was what baited a lot of people into it. For sure. For sure. But, um, yeah. and, And of course, uh, at the Capitol, um, the capital coup that happened there was very limited police presence and it was thought that there was some definitely people on the inside that helped Mm -hmm. them cooperate and get this uh and i think just looking at the disproportional response to the black Lives matter protests versus uh uh yeah the capital the literal raid on the capital of our country uh tells you what you need to know about whose side uh the police and meant much of the establishment is actually on which side are you on <laughs> which side are you on yeah uh, yeah i mean the fact that literally the 
National Fucking Guard was posted up in Salt Lake City for like a week or something. Mm-hmm. In Salt Lake, in Utah. And where was the fucking National Guard there? In literally yeah. fucking Washington, D.C., baby. Like, hello. Literally Washington, D.C., literally in the capital <laughs> of our country. Oops. <laughs> hit my head on the mic. That's how upset I was. Yeah. Um, and again, like, I'm not necessarily saying that I support uh, the government by any means. No. But, like, you can just see how blatant it is that, exactly. like, you know, police in general will support the fascists way mm-hmm. before they support the leftists. Of so. course. It's how it be, baby. <laughs> um Jake Angeli, I believe is how you pronounce his name. I don't really care. He's the yeah. QAnon shaman, the motherfucker wearing the fur at the Oh yeah. Uh-huh. Uh he was arrested on January 9th, fortunately, and on January twelfth, Facebook and Twitter announced that they would be stopping the spread of Q content. And suspended 70,000 uh, QAnon-focused accounts. Damn. Which, I mean, good for them, but it's a little late. Yeah, exactly. Like, we already had the <laughs> literal attempt to take over the government. Yeah, like, and some people already got, just like a pizza shop already got shot up. Exactly. So. I, I wrote, good timing, guys. Good work. <laughs> well uh, done. Well done, Facebook and Twitter. Real heroes there. Um. Moving into our current days, uh, many QAnon followers, as well as far-right talking heads and politicians, began to promote using good old ivermectin mm. as the cure for mm. COVID-19. Um, I feel like if you can't tell, I mean, the uh, there's a lot of, you know, QAnon's an amalgamation of like a fuck ton of fucking conspiracy theories but right. anti-vax is a huge part of this yeah we'll talk more about it in a second too but uh so there was like the the miracle mineral solution mm-hmm. and then there was ivermectin there was also hydroxychloroquine yep that's right which uh i didn't write too much about that one but they were taking all the hydroxychloroquine so people who had like lupus couldn't get any and that was actually the drug they needed oh my god uh so yeah fucked up stuff but Yeah, so they started taking an interest in ivermectin, um, which actually can be used in some scenarios. It actually will be prescribed for, like, river blindness in West Africa. Yeah. Like, so, and there are some things, like, uh, for parasites and things like that, that you can legitimately use ivermectin to cure. Mm -hmm. Uh, But currently, there's no scientific basis that it helps with COVID-19 and actually can have a negative effect with other medication, and of course, if taken in too large of a dose. Uh, You'll shit out your intestines. Exactly. Um, With that, though, you know, a lot of people, when this disinformation was spread, they were, like, going to their doctors to be like, hey, uh, can I get some fucking ivermectin, baby? And they were, the doctors were like, no, you're fucking insane. (laughs) And then they were like, well, fuck you. I'm going to go to the vet store and buy horse ivermectin or you know horse or sheep or you know ones that are supposed to be for animals Uh and um i don't know if you know this but horses are in fact bigger than human beings i have heard that (laughs) a couple of times um can do you have sources on that because I I was skeptical, but <laughs> I'm glad to have um, some clarity from you. Yeah, some confirmation there. Yeah, horses are in fact larger than an or yeah, larger than humans. Larger than human beings. Yeah. Okay. Uh, 
so if you're taking a dose of ivermectin meant for a horse (laughs) you're gonna you're gonna take too large of a dose right right (laughs) yeah yeah that Uh, math checks out and in the um in some of the videos i was watching about it too like they they were interviewing this like uh shop owner like a animal shop owner i think it was like farm supplies and stuff Mm -hmm. and he had like two things of ivermectin that he had like set aside to talk with the you know the journalist about the journalist was like if you put this on the shelf right now how fast do you think they'd go and he said oh it'd be gone in like two minutes oh my god he was like yeah like i'd sell out today with like it's yeah i guess it's it was insane there for a second and it's just like it's again this weird thing with cults where they will like latch on to one particular drug or like vitamin or something Mm -hmm. that's like harmful Uh, it's like convince everybody that they need to be taking it it's so weird but i again and you know this QAnon is so heavily tied to anti-vax that it's like Mm -hmm. they'll they'll do anything to literally just not get the free vaccine yeah uh (laughs) it's it's absolutely ludicrous luda um so yeah obviously uh taking too large of a dose uh and the fear of that only applies if you are a person who cares about facts (laughs) which most of them are not (laughs) in addition to this many people are using uh oh i already said this the animal version of the drug Mm -hmm. which again has different dosages and also has less oversight in manufacturing there is also uh Mm -hmm. less strict regulation with animal medication than there is with human medication um so who knows what the fuck you're putting in your body yikes not good that's why you probably shouldn't put things made for farm animals in your body yeah yeah i don't know um to be honest i you know i again i feel bad because again a lot of these people are brainwashed into this cult right um really you know normally i wouldn't say like it's the worst thing to be even trying like some weird drug i'd just say like please don't you know overdose on this drug and hurt yourself but the thing that that the real kicker for it is that like literally there is a proven functional vaccination that is zero dollars yeah (laughs) you don't have to pay for it and it's uh, let's just um really uh hammer in how how rarely our government gives us something for zero dollars. <laughs> when was the last time you got something absolutely free? I can't think of a time I, except for my vaccine. Exactly. I That's cannot the think only of time. Vaccine and when I used to go with my grandma to Costco and you got the free fucking samples. It's true. Well, and even that, you have to pay for a Costco membership. Oh, So, I mean, yeah. you were getting, I guess you, but your grandma had to pay for the true, Costco True, true. So. Freedom ain't free, baby. That's true. <laughs> um, but, of course, you know, the... The negativity towards the vaccine obviously comes from them thinking that the cabal Mm -hmm. uh, is the ones that made the vaccine. Bill Gates in particular, uh, (laughs) since he was pushing, you know, getting the vaccine made. Um, A lot of them, a lot of QAnon conspiracy theorists, uh, conspiracy realists, if you will, (laughs) uh, believe that not only COVID is a hoax, but it was a hoax to then... You provide the vaccine to put microchips in people right yeah. to track them i guess is i guess the idea um 
you know, I know there's like the meme that's like, yeah, the the vaccine's going to track you while you're like you have your phone in your yeah. pocket all the time. Which really is tracking you. Yeah, like, it is. It's, at all times. It's at all times and yeah. like that's my phone, known. My phone literally on Mondays like right at around 3:30, it's like directions to Taylor's house. Exactly. And I'm like <laughs> How do you know? How do you know? Exactly. And it's like, and that's the thing is like you, we let our phones do that for those kinds of things. So it can like be smart about it. And, you know, there is definitely some, some concerns you can bring up with that that are legitimate for sure. For sure. Apple, don't trust them. Amazon, don't trust them. Sus. (laughs) But, uh, but it's not coming from the vaccine. I can promise you that. And I'm, how are you fitting? The needle is literally tiny. Okay. As somebody, this is tangent, tangent heavy episode. As somebody okay who is, I'm that. very afraid of sh- getting shots. I mm-hmm. have actually fainted in the doctor's office before. Um, so lame little fact about me. I was very scared to get my vaccine, not because I didn't believe in science, because I was like, I don't want to pass out in front of a million people. Yeah. It will be very embarrassing. I was fucking fine it's literally like a baby needle it's so small i'm like what kind of microchip are we fitting through (laughs) that it's true it's true and again i just feel like when you when you get to the point where you like don't trust anything yeah then it's like you you can't be a person yeah you know like no it's like it's not healthy for you you again like if you're not trusting uh, like medicine or your family or yeah you know, even like, um, even like some of the things that you like see, like, I don't exactly. know, Exactly. like if your reality is that warped, it's like, I just, it's really hard to come back from that. Exactly. Like. Exactly. Yeah. And, and that's where like the, you know, the sad part of it comes in mm-hmm. is like, is some people that have gone down a big rabbit hole and we'll talk a little bit more about that in a second too, yeah. but um let's do a quick recap of all the conspiracy theories that have morphed into QAnon. okay we have the protocols of the elders of zion yep we have new world order and illuminati mm-hmm. we have 9-11 inside job truthism right we have anti-vax mm-hmm. we have new age spiritual medicine we have flat earthism we have christian identity mm-hmm. and nazi mysticism mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and a big thing i th- like you know, not a lot of people, I guess, realize or remember, I suppose, is that, like, the Nazis were, there's, like, a big, you know, Nazi group that's, like, very much into, like, the occult and whatnot. Right. And it's maybe not as prominent as it is, you know, was back then, you know, even back in, like, the 50s and 60s with, like, the remnants of the Nazis. But uh, there definitely is, you know, a lot of far-right extremists that are into that, like, mysticism type beat. Yeah, 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 true. And I think, you know, and especially if you look into, like, a lot of, like, weird Nazi, uh, like, that kind of, like, Nazi goth vibe that, like, (laughs) exists, you know, Mm -hmm. in some circles. Yeah, true. Almost, you know, I don't know. Not necessarily like Charles Manson, but, you know, he had the swastika on his head and whatnot. That's true, he did. Just that kind of, yeah, like, weird uh, occult Nazi. Yeah. There's, yeah. It, I feel like there's a vibe you can pick up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. Um, But, yeah, so um, QAnon obviously is a cult. Uh, mm-hmm. It isolates you from your friends and family. It follows a predicted messiah, Donald Trump, mm-hmm. uh, even though he, he actually doesn't know he's leading the cult. <laughs> Which makes it a little bit unique. Yeah, definitely. Uh, 
Uh, it preys on people's insecurities and offers a solution to complex problems, mm-hmm. you know? Again, if you're in a place of financial insecurity or yeah. even if you just kind of care about, you know, children and you think yeah. there's this thing happening. Yeah. Again, it like I another quote from that documentary was like, it starts with saving the kids and then ends with, you know, violence against leftists and like mm-hmm. uh, politicians. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's sad. Uh, similar to other cults, when a prediction that Q has made does not come true, the followers oftentimes double down. Some have become dis, although some have become disillusioned and uh, de-radicalized, mm. but many continue to follow blindly, even without evidence. Because again, it can mean whatever you want it to mean. Exactly. And of course, like they believe that like a lot of the things that happen are like disinformation like yeah oh, fake news exactly like there's fake news or if q makes a prediction that doesn't come true it's like oh well that was disinformation uh, to lead them off the trail oh and my god again it, when you're that detached from reality you just yeah. can't art you can't argue with people yeah. like that it's I so mean, difficult you need like a like a rehabilitation from this or something like really? yeah like it's it's like a paranoia that, that like is Mm-hmm. taking over every part of your life because that yeah and then it's like you can't even trust your own like boy you know you can't even trust mm-hmm. fucking q because yeah cause something he's... that then he says like didn't come true mm-hmm. then you're like oh it's da-da-da. like you don't you don't trust anything in your life yeah and then and that's what the, a lot of them tell each other like when they're having doubts or whatever they'll say like uh you know follow the plan or just believe in the plan you know mm-hmm. stick to the plan whatever it is they say it's like it's like they they're like feeding off each other and then this q yeah. figure who doesn't know anything is just posting whatever the fuck like exactly it's just such an interesting phenomenon yeah <laughs> I don't it know. really is i i wish i i wish i knew more about like psychology i guess but like <laughs> i just want to know like what again like what's led us to this point and, exactly and i know it's like an amalgamation of all the um conspiracy theories and distrust of the government and mm-hmm. like uh monetary conditions people are living in but Truth. again it's just very wild yeah yeah <laughs> so i guess all i have to say um but i believe that so i believe that that's one of the scarier parts of the whole conspiracy slash cult is it's become so large and nonsense based that it doesn't really matter what's true all that matters is that any single is what any single person wants to believe and uh, that's dangerous you know there's there's uh, multiple stories of people thinking that like people in their own family are part of like the satanic cabal and killing mm-hmm. children or that you're like uh, you're brainwashed and they have to like win you over to their side and if you don't believe in what they're saying then you know they'll either isolate themselves um, or you know eventually they'll kind of break away from you because all they want to talk about is Q and you don't think that that's real. Right. Um and again yeah, it's just uh breaks up a lot of families and friendships. For sure. It's rough. Yeah. Uh Q has outgrown Donald Trump and though we are seeing a decline in activity because of the or of social media because of the ban that, you know, a lot of the platforms have put mm-hmm. on there and Joe Biden winning the election. I don't think that Q is going anywhere necessarily. Um, even if it as a conspiracy fades, I feel like, you know, again, it's just going to be moving on to the next 
thing. Right, exactly. If it's not Donald Trump and Q, it's going to be the next weird sex trafficking cabal that's anti-Semitic and has a weird fascist leader that's on the front of it. Exactly. Uh, Conspiracy theories never die. They just become something worse. Truth. (laughs) And uh, we'll see what the next one is. Yeah, yeah. Um. I guess a few finishing thoughts that I kind of jotted down mm-hmm. before ending here too. There's, you know, of course, popular slogans are where we go one, we go all mm-hmm. for Q. Um, and a lot of them were doing like a hashtag, like take the oath was a big one, oh. which was like kind of taking like the QAnon oath where we go one, we go all. And they'd make like videos about it and stuff and then like saying it and whatnot. Um, there was a interesting little, uh article i read it was kind of like a research type thing where people were or this uh institute find the exact name of it really quick it was isdglobal.org um did kind of a survey with a bunch of americans asking them about like conspiracy theories and what they believed in Mm -hmm. um so going through it here uh 35% of Americans believe that the Democratic primary was rigged to keep Bernie Sanders from winning, which, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, and they said that it's probably true or definitely true. 35% Uh of people thought that, which again, like, is a tricky one to talk about because there is, you know, some things you could point to being like, oh, well, all the moderate candidates literally dropped out. Uh, so that all of the moderate votes would go to Joe Biden. Right. But, um, but yeah, so, you know, 35% of them believe that that's true, which, again, there's not any, like, solid evidence that that is true. Yeah. Uh, 22% of them believe the government is trying to cover up the link between vaccines and autism. Mm. So 22% of the population, mm-hmm. or at least from this, like, sample group, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, 22% of Americans believe that global global network um yeah global network tortures and sexually abuses children in satanic rituals so they believe that there's this global cabal yikes uh 21% of Americans believe that vaccinations with tracking chips will later be activated by 5G cellular networks mm, yep 18% of Americans believe Trump secretly is Trump is secretly preparing a mass arrest of government officials and celebrities. 15% of Americans believe Mueller was actually investigating investigating a child sex trafficking network instead of Donald Trump. Right, yep, yep. <laughs> 15% of Americans believe the coronavirus is a hoax. Uh-huh. And uh, 12% of Americans believe that celebrities harvest adrenochrome from children's bodies <laughs> oh the adrenochrome thing <laughs> and that leads me into my next point adrenochrome hey. <laughs> um so adrenochrome is a drug i don't it's just like a substance that uh is found i mean it's found in people's in like humans mm-hmm. it is something that we have i believe it is like associated with adrenaline okay 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 uh but q believes that it's a drug that the elite will use to get high and give themselves like more power if you will uh sustain their bodies or it's like you know again like they get high off of it Uh uh-huh uh it kind of also goes in with like drinking the blood of babies and stuff because it's like satanic worship you know um 
Adrenochrome is actually av- available to purchase uh, for researchers. You can buy 25 milligrams for $55. Oh, damn. So, um, let's get some adrenochrome. Not expensive. I yeah. think the elite can probably just buy some. <laughs> uh, but of course, none of that means anything to Q. They've decided yeah. that that's what the elite do is harvest adrenochrome from babies because that is the most pure, according to them, uh-huh. is babies' adrenochrome. <laughs> sure. Um, which kind of ties into like, they believe that Monsters Incorporated, the movie, the the Pixar movie, uh, is Hollywood telling on itself. Like they believe that like, okay, this one's kind of confusing, but <laughs> they believe that Monsters Incorporated, the Pixar movie, yeah. is Hollywood like putting a secret message out there that that's like what they're doing, like harvesting the fear from children, you know? <sighs> <laughs> How how you doing, Phoebe? <laughs> I mean, my head is in my hands. Actually. Okay, but if they were doing that, why would they? Why would they tell anyone? Because they wanted to leave the clues for all the Q conspiracy <sighs> people to find. Obviously. But, I mean, I shouldn't even try to logic with it. Why am I doing this? No, I feel you. It's, it's <laughs> that's it's, insane. It's insane. It's nonsensical. It's such a cute little movie. And I love that movie. I love that. And movie We should too. watch that movie soon. We should. My mom calls me Boo because I looked exactly like her when I was a little kid. Oh, that's fucking that's why I have this little ghost adorable. Are you kidding me? Yeah, my mom and my aunt call me Boo. Uh, <laughs> shitting and pissing right now. It's so cute. <laughs> uh, I'm dying. Okay. <laughs> anyway. But yeah, so I mean, again, nothing, nothing makes sense. But True. they, uh, they make it make sense in their head. Yeah. And again, you know, humans want to see like patterns in places where there's not any, just because mm-hmm. that's how our brains work. Right. Right. Um. Another interesting, again, kind of ending tidbit here. There was a video that began surfacing around the beginning of the year of someone who. Q had for some reason decided was JFK Jr. Uh, okay. John F. Kennedy Jr. Yeah. And Q believed that JFK Jr. was not in fact dead because uh, he died in a plane crash yeah, 22 right, right, years right. ago. Uh, <laughs> they believed he was not in fact dead, but that he was in hiding and would arise from his hiding to assume the position of vice president. To Donald Trump, <laughs> when when of course Donald Trump took over takes over the government again, right, 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 right. Which also begs the question of like I don't know what would happen with Mike Pence. Yeah. Unless Mike Pence was like needed for something else in the right. Q plan, or he was like I will lay down my my position to John, for F- John F. Kennedy, Kennedy Jr. Jr. is alive somehow. Who's for some reason alive? He uh, like he Tupac'd it and like went and was hanging out in Cuba for a while. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, it only makes sense. Uh, but yeah, so like, you know, they were saying that his plane crash was, was faked, uh, and that he was hiding for, again, 22 years. It's a um, long time. It's a long time to be in hiding. Yeah. But, uh, and again, like, I don't, I don't know why that happened, why they thought that that was a, a thing that they should believe, but yeah. why would they, why did they think that Wayfair was exactly trafficking children? Why exactly. did they think that any of this exists? The Comet Ping Pong Pizzeria. <laughs> why do they think that that's where they were having their Not satanic Comet rituals? Ping pong. Honestly, 
I feel like that was either like terrible for their business or so great yeah, for business for yeah. them, you know. But I hope they're okay. <laughs> I just hope everyone honestly, in Comet Ping Pong is okay. Fucking podcast field trip to Comet Ping Let's Pong go. Pizzeria. Let's fucking go. <laughs> Fly out to DC. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so you know, Q I think is uh dangerous and also yeah. very telling of what the future could potentially hold mm-hmm. if we don't make some changes. Yeah. Yeah. Because again, I think that it'll come back worse. And especially sure. when we get somebody who's a competent fascist that's trying to run exactly. for office uh, and weasel their way in there. Because Donald Trump was pretty stupid. Right. But uh, when you get somebody who knows what they're doing a little bit more uh-huh. and can actually like control the the following they amass with a conspiracy right, theory like Q. Exactly. That's when we get the the real bad yeah. stuff happening. Worse than things already are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's when we're gonna have to uh fight in the gorilla war. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. So excited. <laughs> How excited are you for the gorilla war oh, on a scale of one to ten? Ten out of ten. <laughs> Cannot wait to eleven out of ten. Live in turmoil. It's gonna be good. It's yeah, gonna be good. Excited. But uh, yeah, that was a, a Fuck, bunch of dude. draining episode, a bunch yeah, of I draining know. episodes there. But <laughs> but that's cult month. Yeah, that's cult month for you, baby. <laughs> and that is all that we have for yeah, cult month. Yeah, that's true. It's that's the end, the of, the end month. of cult month. So kind of sad. <laughs> I know. I had I had a I don't know if a good time is the right term, but and an interesting time. interesting time, yeah. informative time. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. For sure. Loved hearing your stories. I loved hearing your stories. Oh my god! Yeah, honestly, I feel like we picked some really good, like, topical yet like not over talked about cults. Yeah, agree. I mean, maybe Scientology agreed. and QAnon have been talked about a bunch this For time, sure. but For all the sure. ones before were pretty like yeah. Low key. I think we're like really good at podcasting. Do Do you guys think that we're like? <laughs> We should be like professionals. At should this? we like go pro or whatever? Uh, I think we're ready to leave the amateur leagues of post- I'm, podcasting. I'm I'm ready. I'm so ready. All right, let's go. Let's do this. Uh, but anyway, um, I guess we should plug our things. Yeah. Should think of a question for the shout out game. Yes. Since we didn't last week. Yes. Yes. Or I guess earlier this week. That's okay because it'll be same week. So. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Um, I did think of a shout out game question based on um taylor and i went to an amusement park oh yeah we were amused um what's your like favorite amusement park or like favorite roller coaster Ooh, yeah that's a good one or a good one. are you not a roller coaster person true let us know any of those things yeah yeah um someday i'll do an episode on this place called action park Ooh, which i th- I think it was called Action Park, yeah. It was, like, somewhere out east, and uh, it was, like, a giant health code violation. It was, oh, like, fuck. a giant, like, safety hazard. Oh, my God. Uh, it was, like, a libertarian's wet dream. <laughs> oh, God. Because there was just, like, no rules, no government regulation, and people got real hurt. <laughs> Probably, yeah. Sounds <laughs> sounds unsafe. But that's a story for another time. <laughs> Um, comment your favorite roller coaster or whatever on our Instagram, which is at Remarks Podcast, or our TikTok, which is at Remarks Podcast, or our Twitter, which is at Remarks Pod, or 
I guess you could leave it in a review on Apple Podcasts. True. True. With a five-star rating, I yes. hope. Wink, wink. 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 <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah. Oh, and then I do have a YouTube channel you can subscribe to called The Lefty Agenda. You could comment it there, too. Why not? Uh, might seem a little out of place on the video, but, but you it, could. <laughs> you can leave it there if you wanted. For sure. For sure. Well, thanks for listening. Um, thank you for listening. Uh, this has been Remark. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Remarks is all right. Remarks is all right. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Sorry. I I just had to stretch it out a little bit longer. I love it so much. Anyway. But yeah. uh, Okay, love you. you. Bye. Bye.